It's your favorite super duper mother-daughter duo coming to you with all the positive vibes and helping you become exactly who you want to be. We're giving out all the good stuff on this podcast and it's your host Tekoa and Nasera. So grab your mug because it's time for tea. Hello everyone, I'm Tekoa. And I'm Nasera. And it's time for tea. We are teaching, empowering, and applying. Today we're going to be talking about fear good Um, give us the definition of what fear is okay so the definition of fear an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous likely to cause pain or a threat okay so something or someone is dangerous likely to cause pain or a threat and Mm -hmm. fear is literally the body or not even the body the brain's way of protecting us so it's protecting us from something that is dangerous, likely to cause damage or a threat. Yeah. And fear also tells us to avoid anything new or unknown to us. Yeah. So the um, the amygdala, it takes as a part in the brain. I think it's literally placed at the back of the brain in the bottom mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. next to your spinal cord. Yeah, right there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not 100% sure, but I believe it's closest to the spinal cord because it deals with fight or flight. So it literally gets you in motion whenever you need to be in motion. So it's so close. So that way it has that connection and gets you moving. If you need to move, if something's coming towards you, mm-hmm. you know, your reflexes are always ready. Um, so the amygdala takes experiences from our past and it takes information from that. Sorry. It takes information from that and it um, it tries to to make sense of it. It tries to get us prepared for if something similar was to happen again, what should we do? What could we do? Or should we just stray away from this environment and situation altogether? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had a quote for us? Okay. So Marcus Arielis, he had, I love this. I saw this and I had to um, write it down. He stated, it is not death a man should fear, but he should fear never beginning to live. So my question to you all is, are you all living? Or are you living in fear? Um, I are you living? Because if, 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 if a person living, but he should fear, but he should fear never begin living. So if you have fear, you really never began living, truly living. Oh, if you haven't experienced fear. Yes. Then you aren't living. Very true. Because you're in your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people, they ask, you know, like, well, you know, what do you do when you're scared? And one of my go-tos is you just do it anyway. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, you just do it anyway. I can tell you from my experience in life of being on stages or being in the public eye, the fear really never subsides. You know, you Mm -hmm. can do something a hundred times, but it's still that worry of what's going to go wrong this time. Is something going to go wrong? you know, with music, am I going to forget the words? Oh my gosh. Um, and you know, you just have to really do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, you just and, have to push through. And it, could it be a part of also, um, feeling like you're losing control? Oh yeah, certainly. Cause when you're, you're one piece in a, a hundred person, um, 
situation, you don't really have control over everything. Mm-hmm. I can't control how people are going to react towards me. I can't control, you know, the split second things that are going to happen. I can't control the environment. It's Correct. just, you can't control everything. So I think having a lack of control can definitely contribute to fear, but also a lot of people have the fear of the unknown. And when you put your brain in a situation with unknown, um, I want to say unknown, like pieces of a story, your brain does its best to fill it in, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's doing it for your best interest It's trying to fill in the stories, but sometimes the brain can be a little dramatic and over the top, right? Yes. Yes. It, it goes way, sometimes way off on the side where it's, it's it's more towards the worst part of what could happen versus the the best part of what could happen. You, yes, anything certainly. in our life, we more look at, oh my God, the negative of what can occur versus um, focusing on, well, it could lead us to this or this situation could um, make our life better. We are more like, oh my God, I could die or I yeah. can lose everything. So our brain our mind tends towards the negative for some reason, makes the picture more unreal, but real. Yep. So an exercise I do with my clients when it comes down to fear being the thing that is holding them back is what are you scared of? Okay. And let's do the total opposite. So if you say for my instance in, in performing, if you say that you're going to perform and you might forget the words, okay, well, let's think of something that can be total opposite you don't forget the words you nail every word to a complete t and it's just wonderful performance you know if you think that one of your fears are i'll go into the morning meeting and i'm going to be embarrassed because you know somebody might interrupt me or think they know better than me okay well let's think of the opposite of that and let's let's make it crazy i might go into the meeting and everyone might love my ideas i might get a a standing you know, uh, round of ovation because my ideas are so crazy and, and good. Mm-hmm. So always think of the opposite and combat that because that kind of gets your brain out of that negative way of thinking and allowing you to be fearful of opportunities. Another thing that really helps is, has that happened before? So when your brain is kind of diving off the deep end and going into these situations that are really unlikely, um, ask yourself, has that happened before? Is this proven to happen? Is this something I've encountered before? Or is this kind of just something that I'm making up in my brain Mm -hmm. that might Mm -hmm. not happen? Correct. That's good. That's good. That's good. Now I want you to, I want you to tell them about the parachute. Oh, so there's like, um, so there's a thing where a lot of people are like, I don't want to try this new thing. I don't want to quit my job. I don't want to get out of this relationship. I don't want to you know, go out and buy a dog because of the fears that they have. Mm-hmm. So one of the sayings that I have come to me recently, I was reading a book and I'm not sure what book it was now, but I'll tag it into the description. And they were saying, has anything ever happened where you weren't saved? You know, so that's like, if you jump off a cliff, if you quit your job, if you, if you've done these things in the past, which most of us have, right, it's very rare that we are 18 out of school and we get one job and we keep that job until mm-hmm. 65 to retirement. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it's just rare for us in this day and age. You know, mm-hmm. we transition a little bit, we move around. And in those transitions, have you ever not made it out okay? You know, and most of the time, if you're still alive, then you've survived that thing. You know, you survived a divorce, you survived a sickness, you survived, you know, the flu, you survived different things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
excuse me and it's and it's just a matter of has your parachute never opened like have you ever jumped off a cliff and not been saved so and that's one of the things where you can ask yourself what's the worst that can happen Mm -hmm. and you know is the thing that i'm saying is the worst that can happen is it really liable to happen you know Mm -hmm. what's the what's the odds of that thing happening to me and one of my ways of going through life is when i want to try something new and i start to feel scared i ask myself what's the worst that can happen and usually the worst thing that can happen is death and then i say well is that so bad not really because at that point i'm dead you know i can't even think about if it's the worst thing that can happen because it Mm -hmm. happened and i'm no longer here you know so in a lot of situations it's really just you have to take that that leap of faith you have to jump and i know people who are are I want to say bedridden with fear for years yeah. and years and years. And they never tackle their dreams. They never take a step further because mm-hmm. they're always scared of the, what if, what if people Correct. don't like me? What if I don't do this? What if I don't make what it? What if I fail? Me? What if I fail? Well, you already, you had, well, you actually already failed because you never did it. You never and, done and it. So the reality is you've already failed. Yep. And I was listening to this, um, this church sermon and it said, sin is literally just missing the mark and so it's it's missing the mark so Mm -hmm. it's trying really and not fully succeeding and then not trying again you know and I was like that is so good because we hold ourselves to a standard and if I say I'm going to do this and I don't do it or if I lie or if I procrastinate on something Mm -hmm. I'm missing the mark of what I'm really supposed to be in life you know of my best self I'm not fully getting there and that for me set the tone like really really good like wow you know so if there's something you want to do definitely do it because you don't want to be missing the mark and I feel like we're all here to be our best selves to do something and fear must be from the devil because in the Bible, it says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but he has given us a sound mind. mind. So why do you think a sound mind is the opposition of fear? And it's because you have to realistically sit down and talk yourself out of these fearful negative thoughts because they will hold you back. They a really sound will. mind knows that, you know, I, I might fail and that's okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to be okay. A sound mind knows that I'm going somewhere different and it might be dangerous, but it might not. And the Mm -hmm. odds of something crazy happening to me are very, very minuscule compared to the benefits of me stepping out of my comfort zone and actually tackling this thing. Correct. 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 Yep. That's good. Yeah. Push fear to the side and definitely, definitely think reasonably and with a sound mind that's why you always have to ask yourself is this real what's happening mm-hmm. and sometimes the media can make us feel certain ways like oh if you go in this neighborhood you might get robbed so be careful and that might be the case but it's very rare mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so now and, and and i just wrote that down too that uh, fear prefers that we stay in a familiar in the familiar even if painful like you said because it's familiar Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the things. So we want to know why a person stays in an abusive relationship and different things that are negative and not very, or at jobs that are just, um, we're unhappy with, and we feel like we're dying is because fear makes us stay in this because it's familiar. So if it's familiar, it, our brain tells us it's okay. We know what this is. It's not good, but we know what this is. We know if, um, Ray comes in the house, 
starting screaming and he drank for the day, you know what's going to happen. And because your mind already knows, your brain already knows the familiarity of the craziness. Yep. Which is crazy. People will get out of relationships and they will, you know, oh, that relationship was horrible, but they'll end up going back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll put themselves back in captivity because yeah, that relationship was horrible, but I I was I was comfortable. I, I know this was going to happen, right? This is my normal. Me living in this apartment by myself, feeling lonely is not my normal. So mm-hmm. I'd rather go back into the crazy relationship where I don't feel normal. I have a significant other, even though they're insignificantly behaving. I have that, that person mm-hmm. that I'm, that I'm, I'm yearning for, even though he's not perfect, you know? And um, so some people do, will get out of a relationship and because of the fear of, not being abused, but the fear of, I don't this know newness. what's next. It's new. Yeah, it's this newness. I, I don't know, know what, what to do I'm now. Do. What is this, you know? <laughs> and, and something else to add, um, self-sabotage. I don't know if you're familiar with self-sabotage, mm-hmm. but some people will be in business and they'll be doing so good, building so much momentum, they'll self-sabotage themselves because they're scared of success. This thing that they thought they wanted they're now scared of oh people are starting to know my name Uh oh you know what mm-hmm. should I do and they kind of back they back away from it so even it doesn't have to be an abusive relationship there are even good situations that people have prayed for that they'll start to accumulate and then they'll back away from it because of the fear of this is new and this is scary and I don't know how to operate on these grounds mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right and one of the um one of the top fear kind of positionings is a people pleaser because they people please because of the fear of what if they don't like me you know Mm -hmm. what if I don't have friends what if you know no one wants to hang with me because I don't say yes and so that kind of pushes the people pleaser into saying yes to a lot of things into bending over backwards for people because of that fear of not being affirmed okay um yep so we have the people pleaser, the rule follower, the outcast, the self-doubter, the pessimist, and the excuse maker. And these are all types of people who allow fear to direct their decisions, even though it's not really good for them. Oh, and the perfectionist. And we know about the perfectionist. I, I want to do stuff, but it's not perfect. So I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't yeah, think I'm ready. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I'm, and I know that, um, you know, that was one of my things is, is being a perfectionist, wanting to do it right. And I remember um, my sister, your aunt saying, just do it. Just go ahead and just do it. Um, So, you know, I had to, you know, her voice is, is what actually was pushed me into just doing it, just starting the process without worrying about being perfect because no matter what you're going to always find something to improve on and and what you're doing so as you're going through your journey okay the first one wasn't perfect but then you start building momentum and 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 tweaking and and adjusting what it is you're doing but the point of it is doing it putting it into action and not on paper so that was a great push that I needed also because of the fear and the perfectionism um, in me wanting to do it perfect. And the reality of life is 
life isn't perfect. Never will be. And you can always things, improve. You can always improve. And one of the things piggybacking off yeah. of that that I talk to my clients about is we learn through experiences. And I recently looked at a sermon and they took it one step further and you learn through using your experiences to learn. And I was like, because you huh? learn through experiences, but you also have to sit back and kind of dissect those experiences. What was it that I was supposed to learn from this? What should I stray away from? What should I do more of next time? So take those experiences and also look back at them and, and dissect them and kind of learn from them, you know, and grow from them. And that was, mm-hmm. that was interesting. Um, so we do learn from our experiences and the more you experience things, the more fear takes a back seat. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like if you are unsure of traveling, the more you get out and travel, the more your body and brain will start to feel comfort in traveling. Mm-hmm. The more your brain will say, Hey, maybe this isn't so bad. And what's, what's weird about it is it literally takes one thing to happen where you, that fear is like a hundredfold again, mm-hmm. but instead of, and that's why we have PTSD and people dealing with trauma, instead of retracting and letting that fear take over your life, get back out there, start yeah. exposing yourself to things again, take those baby steps to get yourself used to whatever it is that you're scared of. Yeah. Yeah because you can overcome it you can and and there's there's a light behind the darkness there there is hope behind that that fear you know there is a push there is a purpose there is a direction behind that fear you know that's there's almost like that's our calling our calling is is behind the fear or in front of the fear that was one of my quotes for um for this year, it was all the money and, and success that you desire is on the other side of fear. Other side Everything of fear. Everything in life that you're desiring, that perfect relationship, not perfect, but that good relationship, yeah. that that education, that that success, everything that you're desiring is literally on the other side of fear. Oh, yeah, that just came to me. And I, that's that's crazy that it, you you also was on that. I'm like, that just came like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's in my planner for this <laughs> awesome. year. Probably from awesome. Like yeah. Something. Um, yep, everything is on the other side of fear. So let's talk about fear in our life. I know you mentioned the perfectionism and how that kind of held you back from from doing certain things. Um, anything else that you have that stands out as far you, as fear? Yeah, as far as fear, you know, uh, you, I've had fear all my life. You know, so it's nothing new. Um, this this fear thing is has always been there. Um, different degrees of it, you know, you fear that you're going to die, you fear that something's going to happen to your kids, you fear that um, you're going to be sick, you fear that you're going to go broke, you fear. So fear is is really has always been part of my, in me, you know, something that I battle with um, on constantly um, dealing with. So, you know, do I have a particular... It's, 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 it's with me all the time. So I, like you, well, like, like we're just talking, I have to talk to my brains and almost battle with my brains constantly to override that fear. Like, okay, you're going crazy. Okay. Yeah, it could have actually making logic to the, 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 the imagination and the nonsense of fear. Um, yes, it could happen. You just got to deal with it when, if it does happen, you know, so looking at it in a different kind of way versus making it consume me and cripple me. 
can control your life. Yeah. Operating from a sound mind. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to go for the sound mind. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, so with me, when I was doing the, uh, the band and performing like right before a show, I would always get these like butterflies Mm -hmm. and it'll just be like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. Right. And instead of like, you know, what can you do? Can you just cancel the show and run away? I mean, you could, but that's, that's not a good look. No. <laughs> but you know, these are the things that go through your head. Like, oh my gosh, I'm about to perform. I don't want to do this. I'm freaking out. Mm-hmm. But then you literally just take that and let it fuel you into a great performance. So I oh. would switch it and let it fuel me. And one of the, my constant fears from childhood that I battled with is, um, is, is financial insecurity. Mm-hmm. Feeling as mm-hmm. though I don't have enough money. It's feeling as though I'll never have enough money. And through, and I might, I might even say that in order to gain a sound mind, you have to kind of educate yourself. You have to be continuously learning or, or yearning for some type of knowledge to kind of give you the tools and the know-how to keep your mind sound. Mm-hmm. And I came across two life-changing pieces of information that really, you know, changed the way I thought about money. One, that money is a currency and the word current flows like a river. Current comes from a river flowing. So that means that just as much as I'm scared of letting go of money, I have to because you have to let go of money in order to to return it. And when you have that fear of letting go of money, you build a dam so that money will not continue back to you. You know, so you can't operate with money in a state of fear because you're ruining it for yourself. Correct. So you're building dams. Instead of flow. Ooh, yes. Yes. I'm not allowing that. I'm not allowing that energy to flow because money is mm-hmm. an energy and I'm not allowing it to flow in and out of me because of, of my fear towards it. And then another thing that I came across was you have to take the, the, those thoughts and put a name on it and you don't have to, but this is a practice that will work. I was reading a book. And so whenever I have a broke thought, Oh, I can't spend blah, 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 because I'm going to be broke. I had to stop that and say to myself, I'm not living in a season of lack. I'm living in a season of abundance. And I had to name it. No lack in Linda. Not today. No yeah. broke Becky. You know, you can't think like that anymore because that's not how we operate. We operate in abundance. If we spend, it'll be given back to us, you know, tenfold. Correct. So continue that cycle. So I literally had to talk myself out of that fear. And that was just this year, you know, we crossed Mm -hmm. the 2020, 2021 threshold is when I started to work on myself and how to not fear financial instability, how to let go of wanting to control that and wanting to, you know, um, be in a place of power in that. But the fear is keeping me from being in that place of power. Yeah, you're full. Yeah, that full flow energy, that full river of flow because it's coming back yes and And i'm like you because even i've deprived myself of so much just the just the little means of things like buying the shoes that i need or something because oh my god i gotta pay bills i gotta do that and just like you this year is like wait a minute you need to stop stop i actually have to tell myself get what you need it will come back to you because how many times have we used money for things that was unexpected and the money was there? Um, so, you know, that's, that's like with you, I'm learning that. So that fear, oh my God, I can't because of money issues is go get your shoes um, and stop walking around with holy shoes or old shoes or whatever <laughs> it is um, because you're afraid. So that's also what I've embraced 
just actually just recently this year um it's like you're you're doing it wrong you know i had to like i'm doing it wrong my fear um my fear has stopped me from living the fullness of where i'm supposed to that that blessing that currency of that flow Yep. I'm like, I'll, I'll stop myself from, and, and this is not for the wants, this is for the need I'm talking about, guys. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't want to live in a life of abundance with having a mindset of lack. It doesn't, they, they it doesn't, fight against each other. It's going yes. like this. They fight against each other. And having that mindset of lack is not having a sound mind because realistically, it goes back to the parachute conversation. Have you ever spent money and then been out on the street the next week because of it? No. No, <laughs> but no. We, we tell ourselves that. And, and they were also, I was, um, I was reading, I was taking a course. I've just been studying, studying, studying lately and learning so much information, but I was taking a course and they were saying the saying, the root money is the root of all evil. The saying uh, money doesn't grow on trees. The saying, all of these different sayings that we hear from our youth, they affect us in a way that we are very stingy with our money. We are, mm-hmm. we think of money in a lack way. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. money's not going to constantly flow towards me. So that currency thing, that current conversation was such a good eye opener because money is constantly going to flow towards me and, and it will flow out of me and into me as much as I need it to, because that is how it works. And if I attract that energy and I let that energy be what it's meant to be, mm-hmm. it's literally what it is, then I will be good. But if I act from a, a situation or I act from a mindset of being fearful about it, wanting to hold on to it as much as I can, because I feel like if I let it go, I'll never get it back. Then I'm cutting off my relationship with that energy. So yeah. those were two big eye openers. And it stems from childhood, honestly, yeah. how we attack money. Um, So I was thinking when I talked to my daughter, you know, it's not, we can't have that. No, we can't afford it. It's no, it's not financially wise for us to get that right now. Because Mm -hmm. using that term instead of no, we can't afford. No, it's not financially wise shows her that there's a way to be financially wise. And there's a wisdom that comes with handling your money in a financially smart way, rather Mm -hmm. than we can't afford that we're broke you know, those are words that we want to cut off from using in our vocabulary because they come with, they come with a different energy. They come with a negative energy. It's a lack mindset. That's lack of, lacking Linda and lacking Larry talking. And you Mm -hmm. have to start to take yourself out of that because that deals with fear when it comes to money. And we don't want to attach those two together. Good, good, good. That's a good one. Okay. So let's get into how to apply uh, what what we've been talking about. Okay. So how to get over your fears. When I talk to my clients, you have to name your fear, know what it is. Like I said, lacking Linda, lacking Larry, broke Becky, you know, whatever it is, perfectionist. Um, Nancy. Like, yeah, whoever, you know, negative Nancy, whatever your fear is, people pleasing, princess, you know, just name it and get it out of the air. Write it mm-hmm. down. I am scared of blah, 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 blah. And I refuse to be scared of this any longer. Me, I am scared of financial instability and I refuse to let that fear control me. I will live in a state of abundance and I will act as though I am flowing in a state of abundance because I am, I am abundant. Um, Reprogram your brain with positive thoughts. Like I just did, I am abundant. The affirmation. Mm -hmm. Yes, 
my projects aren't perfect, but they are ready to be put out into the world and right. they will be accepted. You know, um, think positive of the outcome. I might buy these shoes, but next week I'll get another 300 $400 so I could buy three more pairs of shoes if I want it. Um, find mentors that can help you. Find a life coach, find a mentor, find a financial strategist that can mm -hmm. help you budget and learn how to use your money. Find somebody who can help you out of fear. Find somebody who can, who can motivate you and show you that whatever you're scared of isn't necessarily that sure. big of a, a issue. Yes, mm -hmm. find somebody who can help you gain a sound mind. Mm -hmm. um, and rebuild your brain. As much as we exercise our body, we have to exercise our brain. And like I said, the amygdala is trying to protect you. It's in a fight or flight. Teach it that it is okay. And we teach it through experiences. So maybe exercising your brain might be taking a walk around your neighborhood that you're fearful of. Maybe exercising your brain might be traveling somewhere you've never been before. Mm -hmm. Maybe exercising your brain might be researching something you're not sure of or you don't know about 100%. Okay? And lastly, believe in yourself. Yeah. Be confident that you are powerful. You are protected. You are wonderful. You are smart. Start speaking those words into yourself so that- You are you enough. You are enough. You are enough. You are not mm -hmm. lacking anything. Everything mm -hmm. you need is inside of you and around you. Yeah. You know, you are complete. Start speaking it. So that way, whenever those fearful thoughts come up, you automatically have a positive thought to combat it. You, got you, know, something you to have the confidence to combat it. A lot of times we can't get out of our fearful state because we don't know ourselves. We don't know what mm -hmm. we're capable of. We're unsure of ourselves and uncertainty mm -hmm. will align right there with fear and they will destroy you every time. Correct. So be certain about who you are and what you want and talk yourself out of that fear. And that's how we apply it. Um, I think that's it. Ooh. Very good. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's it. So when it comes to fear, dangerous situations, pain, unpleasantries, they're going to happen. They are not, you know, it's an unavoidable yep. thing. It's and happen. I want you to just know you have to push through. It's not something you give up on. It's something you keep stepping out on and you keep trying to do whatever it is you want to do. Even if it is a thousand tries, you keep trying, you learn from your tries. We talked about learning from our experiences mm -hmm. and taking down those notes and seeing what we can improve upon. And you keep going, you know, and fear is going to be a part of the situation all the time. If ever yep. you feel fearful about something, that's a good sign because that means you're stepping in a direction that you haven't been in before. You haven't, yep. you're getting out of your comfort zone and that's a good thing. That's a good thing because you're you're pressing into your trueness, into who you are, your purpose, your your fullness of who you are. So do this. Um, you deserve it. Your future deserve it. Do it. Yeah. Well, step in. Lean, lean into that fear. Jump off that cliff and trust that the parachute will will open. open. That was oh, I love that. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll see you next week Monday. Have a great right. evening. Bye. Thank you. That's a wrap of today's episode. And once again, this is the podcast, Time for Tea, where we are teaching, empowering, and applying and giving out weekly doses of some good stuff for your spirit. Hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to seeing you next week. Same time, same place. Bye.